to show you off. Take off no matter the cost. Come on now, let me take you across. Lakes and rivers, yachts and boats. We could go to Paris, let me show you the lavish. Ain't no need to pack, we can shout where we landed. Get you well established, upgrading your status. Then we hit the Eiffel for dinner when you famish. We could go to Spain, Barcelona, Senorita. I'll show you a un buen, buen momento. And we don't gotta rush a thing, despacito. Just wanna spend my time contigo, Tigo. So I'm a true beauty and it's not the finest thing all around the world. No hesitate, you choose anything you want, but just why you be me. So I'm a true beauty and it's not the finest thing all around the world. No hesitate, you choose anything you want, but just why you be me. Come on now, let me show you all. Take off no matter the cost. Come on now, let me take you across. Lakes and rivers, yachts and boats. Take you on a cruise to the the carnival barbados crop over yo yeah or trinidad tobago talk we got island hop like we kangaroos we could go to jamaica hit ocho rios lounge with the locals eat like the people island things one punch in mojito then watch the sunset from a gazebo zebo just got this passport. She only got one stamp in it. Let's change that. So I'm a true beauty and it's not the finest thing all around the world. No hesitate, you choose anything you want, but just why you be my guy. So I'm a true beauty and it's not the finest thing all around the world. No hesitate, you choose anything you want, but just why you be my guy. Come on now. Let me show you all, take off no matter the cost. Come on now, let me take you across. Lakes and rivers, yachts and boats. Hey. What's good? It's your boy Hollywood, and this is Hollywood and Friends. Thank you for tuning in. However, you're tuning in, I appreciate you. Be sure to follow us on social media. You can follow me at I am Hollywood. That's Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, all that good stuff. Follow my producer Stacy at Hampton Blue Network across all platforms. Just remember, BLU is how you spell blue. And if you want to see us, see our faces, hit up YouTube, youtube.com/slash Hampton Blue. Just remember, BLU is how you spell blue. If it's your first time tuning in, what we get into over here is what's hot in these blogs. The stories that have us all in the chokehold for the week. Give our little take on it. I'm usually here with Judy Blue. She's not here today, so I'm flying solo. But this week has been hot for sure. It's been a lot of things going on in the blogs. One of the most, the biggest stories of the week is the whole Diddy and Cassie Grand opening, grand closing is probably the fastest lawsuit settlement we've ever seen. But we're going to get into the details. Cassie filed this lawsuit accusing Diddy of a lot of things. And they settled it within like 24 hours. We're going to get into the details of that. Also, um, speaking of lawsuits, R. Kelly is actually filing a lawsuit from prison, suing the U.S. prison borough. 
and also the blogger Tasha K. Tasha K is in the blogs for a couple reasons this week. There's another um, a guy who was a former friend and ex-assistant of Will Smith. And he did an interview with Tasha K where he made some accusations about Will and Dwayne Martin and said they had a sexual relationship of sorts. And he walked in and caught them. And some more legal action because Jada Pickett has responded and said that they plan to file legal action, take legal action against, I guess, the guy. I don't know if Tasha too, but it's a lot of lawsuits happening this week. What else we got? Um, Andre 3000 put out a new album this week, and it's not what a lot of people thought it was going to be, even though he kind of gave you the heads up of what it wasn't and how it wasn't going to have no bars or nothing like that. I still tried to give it a listen, um, but I'm going to tell you what I thought of it. What else are we talking about? Um, Snoop Dogg may have given up on smoking. It's not fully clear, but he posted this like post that was kind of like, is he or isn't he? But he mentioned something about giving up smoke is what he said. And he might have inspired some other artists to give up smoking as well. Uh, what else we got? Uh, Lala. She is making waves this week in the blogs for being, uh, I guess, the pioneer behind this new Clean Slate Act. And the governor in New York signed it recently. And this act is to seal criminal records for certain uh, people who just gotten out of jail. You know how hard it is for people to get jobs and stuff like that when they get out. So this new Clean Slate Act will allow people to have a clean slate and be able to get work and get apartments and things of that nature. We're going to talk about that too. We got what blows my a little bit later, but we're going to kick it off how we always do. Question of the week. This week's question of the week is, what's, what meal traumatized you as a kid? What meal traumatized you as a kid, I'm going to read some responses from the internet. Uh, Lean and Mean 86 said, liver and oatmeal. <laughs> Yo, I was skimming through the responses for this question of the day, and a lot of people were saying liver. Um, we have another one. Aja X3 said, liver and onions. I've never had liver before a day in my life. <laughs> Uh, the earth healer said peanut butter and jelly sandwich was forced to eat this strange food by a neighbor. It reminded me of candy way too sweet and too thick to swallow. I thought I was going to choke. Being Latina, we ate warm, healthy food, not some dry candy sandwich thing. <laughs> that is hilarious. PB and J slap. I don't know what the earth healer is talking about. Maybe she had one of the ones that they used to serve back in school, you know, where it's like uh, two inches of peanut butter and like a thin layer of jelly, where it's like you could damn near choke for real. Like her neighbor must have gave her one of those. Uh, Boss Main Thurka said hot dogs and bologna. Yikes. Um, Johnson Devona said llama beans. <laughs> I like llama beans. Uh, love your love of self said spam. I refused to eat it and cried myself to sleep hungry because if you didn't eat what was there, you did not eat. 
old school parents, baby. BNGB119 said rutabagas with the vomiting emojis. Another food I love. I love rutabagas. Um, and pieces 0604 said, you beat me to it. The smell of it cooking would make me gag. And I'm not sure what she, oh, she's talking about, liver and onions. She, she added to it. Liver and onions, the smell of it cooking would make her gag. Some interesting responses. Um, for me, I don't know if I have any a meal that traumatized me as a kid. Um, I don't eat a lot of things in general. Some things I did eat as a kid and now I don't eat no more as an adult, like chicken and like, um, what else? It's, it's so many things I can't even think right now, but I could probably tell you everything I eat more than what I don't eat and get through it uh, quicker. <laughs> That's how it is. Um, someone said, for me, powdered eggs with ketchup. Powdered eggs. That's unique. Someone said, makes me question scrambled eggs to this day. Powdered eggs. <laughs> That's another thing I don't eat, too. That um, I don't know. I guess um, I'm going to just say eggs just because um, it... Eating eggs makes me nauseous. And I think that's the reason why I don't eat eggs. And why I also used to not be able to eat baked macaroni and cheese by itself. Now baked macaroni and cheese is like my weakness. And like, if somebody wanted to kidnap me in a white van, all they had to do was pull out a pan of that and I'm probably going to get in there. But uh, I used to not be able to eat it by itself. And I never knew why until like a few years ago, it dawned on me like, you know what? That's probably why. Like I used to have to eat a scoop of the Mac and then drown it with like the rice and the greens, whatever else that was on my plate to try to like not get nauseous. And it's because the people put too much eggs in the Mac. <laughs> so yeah, I'm going I'm to I'm say eggs as my response that traumatized me as a kid. Um. Yeah. If I get any more responses, I'll read them. What meal traumatized you as a kid? But let's get into what's hot in these blocks. First things first, the fastest settlement of a lawsuit we've ever seen. Um, Diddy and Cassie has been hot in these blogs this week, dominated the whole week, I would say, because it's like every day something else um came out even though when i think about it it was only two days like the, the lawsuit came out thursday so i should say like every hour something else was coming out about this case so it started with this like explosive is the only word i could use to describe it law um lawsuit an article from the new york times where it says sean combs is accused by cassie and reading through the New York Times article and the details of it, it was like, it was shocking. Like, we say this a lot when it comes to stories or we hear it, but to read some of these details, it was like, yo, this is, this is different. Like, Cassie's accusing Diddy of sexual abuse, of um, physical abuse. I read something about him, like, kicking her in her face in the in the car like and and looking at C Cassie is 
she makes her money from her face. She is a model, right? Like before anything else, beautiful, beautiful woman. So I was just that that right there was kind of like in my mind. I'm picturing it like, damn, like if that's true, like kicking her in her face, like, damn, you really trying to like this face ain't going to make you no more money after this. But I don't know. I don't know. But um, that was uh, one of the parts that was like really got me. And she accused him. She also said that he like hid her away so she could heal. She accused him of having like paying off the doctors so that when she got like MRIs done for like uh, memory loss and things of that nature, that the results went straight to Diddy is what Cassie's alleging. She's alleging him of being controlling and all of this from basically the time they've met. And it's, it's so much stuff. I was reading through a lot of different um, details behind this um she is she named other defendants in the the lawsuit as well that said that uh she's accusing sean combs that he had them um a part of it to control her to keep an eye on her threatening things like to suppress her music if she didn't obey his orders um it's a lot $30 $30 million is the lawsuit. And Diddy immediately denied these allegations. And he mentioned that Cassie's been trying to get $30 million for a little while. He said that she threatened to write a tell-all book if he didn't pay her $30 million. And his lawyer said that he Diddy offered Cassie eight figures. So I guess like hush her or whatever, or like get her to not release this lawsuit, but she denied it. So she wanted 30 million. Maybe he was trying to offer her two. She was like, nah, I want the 28 more and it didn't happen. So the lawsuit came out. But what was not expected is for it to settle so quickly within 24 hours. And some people feel that's an admission of, guilt um others feel it's just he just wanted to like get it over with i don't know i don't know i don't know how to feel about it i feel like on one hand i'm trying to put myself in that situation on one hand if someone saw me for something that I know for sure I didn't do when these claims are like so outrageous and it's like she's just trying to get a payday she just hit me up about this book and I told her no so now this lawsuit where she's making all this stuff up I don't know if I would settle like if I know that this stuff is like if I know I'm innocent me personally I wouldn't settle because what's the difference of her hitting you up on some give me this 30 mil or I'm going to write this book or here's this lawsuit worth 30 mil and I'm putting all these claims in here and you settling. A shakedown is a shakedown, right? If, if she's shaking you down for money, she's like, that's why I'm saying I, I wouldn't have done it. So it, it, it could 
be looked at a little ways. Now, I mean, it could be looked at like, you know, I mean, <laughs> um, some people feel he didn't want more to come out. And that's the reason why he just settled it, figured like, get it behind me and like, people forget about this in two weeks. Also that something that probably came with it, the details were sealed, but it probably came with, uh, you can't speak about this no more ever. So that's another thing, another reason to settle. Like, I mean, <sighs> yikes. Um, someone says she was a G for this, told her story via the court. So she exposed him if true and definitely embarrassed him and got her money. Someone said he could have sued her for blackmail or defamation then. More may come out since she did tell that horrific story. That's the thing. That's what I'm saying. Like, if if I know for sure, like he claims this stuff is vehemently false and made up, like, and I'm denying this shit, it's like, why would I, like, settle and give you that satisfaction? I mean, it's two plus two fours. I don't know. Um, but yeah, you got a lot of people that uh, are was coming to Cassie's defense and showing her some support, some former bad boy artists. Um, one thing that was pointed out that was very interesting is that I don't know if y'all seen anything, but I, I didn't. And a lot of people feel no one came to Diddy's defense. When this lawsuit dropped, you know, usually you got some people that would be like, Nah, that's crazy. I know my son. He wouldn't never. Da da da. It was like everybody was on mute, <laughs> and so people, some people are feeling that that's telling as well. Like, damn, nobody came to his defense. Um, people was all in Carisha comment section. Like, I don't know what she has to do with it, but they was literally all in her comment section, like about Diddy and about this lawsuit. And it's like, ha ha, get in it. <laughs> like, um, yeah, is is very interesting. Um, like I said, the details of the suit hasn't been, of the settlement hasn't been made public. But it's a lot. What I will say that's super interesting, I seen this clip from this psychic medium from, from YouTube where she was speaking about, this, this clip was probably five months ago and she was speaking about um, something coming to light about um, Diddy. And I was intrigued, so intrigued that I looked the the rest of it because i'm like this is just a little piece let me let me look up the rest of this uh lady this video she did where she's claimed to have channeled uh kim porter and so i watched it it was like 30 minutes long but the thing she was saying in this video it, at times gave me like goosebumps because it was like the timing of the things she was saying keep in mind this is a medium if you believe in mediums and she was saying she was channeling Kim and 
she was mentioning how five months from that date when she was recording that video is where things are going to start coming out about Diddy. And she threw out the date. She said around November 15th of this year is when she's telling me something is going to be coming out about Diddy. That right there alone, whether you believe in mediums or not, would sell me. And it sold me. I, I, I personally do um, believe in mediums. But if I was someone who didn't, for her to be able to say this, this video was posted in like June or July. And she was able to say five months from now, Kim Porter's telling me around November 15th, around there, some information is going to be coming out uh, about, about Diddy. And then this lawsuit was filed on like the 16th. And it's like, nah, coincidence? I think not. I don't know. <laughs> um, so that was super interesting to see and it made me think like this is probably just the beginning because you know what they say when it rains it pours and cassie probably just opened the door to i don't know maybe she if 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 these allegations are true and if there are other victims maybe she gave them the the, the courage to speak their stories now possibly but listening to that medium her name's sloan i forget the her the full name sloan something but according to her this is, is just the beginning like so i don't know it's crazy it's wild um yeah Someone said even his own friend, sister, Naomi, and Janet deleted their recent pics with him. Kamora Simmons, Kim Porter's bestie, appeared to throw in a subliminal that said, you reap what you sow. I did see that as well. Kamora Lee and her stories on Instagram posted, you, you reap what you sow. And she said it in a different way, but that's what basically it meant. But it's like... Oh, man. I don't know. Um, so with people believing that you wouldn't just settle a lawsuit if you're not guilty, Diddy's lawyers released a statement that said, just so we're clear, a decision to settle a lawsuit, especially in 2023, is in no way an admission of wrongdoing. Mr. Combs' decision to settle the lawsuit does, in any, does not in any way undermine his flat-out denial of the claims. He is happy they got to a mutual settlement and wishes Ms. Ventura the best. But, again, a shakedown is a shakedown. <laughs> like, if you ain't want to pay her the 30 mil accusing her of blackmail, why pay to settle this lawsuit when there's more untrue claims, as you say? I don't know. I'm sure it's not the end of, of this. It might be the end of the Cassie chapter, but I don't know if I'm listening to that uh, medium. <laughs> this is just the beginning.
and yikes. Um, then you got people like Aubrey O'Day from Danity Kane, who immediately right after the lawsuit came out, she posted, I've been trying to tell y'all for years. This was like two seconds after the lawsuit came out. Aubrey was in the mix. Like, I've been trying to tell y'all for years. Then she posted screenshots of her making phone calls to other members of the group they were in. And then after the lawsuit was settled, she posted money over accountability every time. Welcome to another chapter of the system is well in place. And she said some other things on um, on Twitter because people started going in on her thinking that she was referring to Cassie. Feeling like Cassie just took the money over really trying to hold Diddy accountable, but she said to clarify she said this comment is reflecting puff's moves not hers she told her story and it validated her not me or mine the accountability was on him so no it's a lot but like i said i'm sure it's not the the last that we'll hear of it but this is definitely Super interesting and spicy. <laughs> it's getting crazy out here. Um, what else is getting crazy out here? Oh, there's another story I wanted to talk about that's hot in these blogs for this week. Uh, the Kiki Palmer and her mom and her ex. If you recall, we spoke about this probably two weeks or so ago and the boyfriend Darius and his brother was threatening to release the, this audio of Kiki mom, Sharon, where he said threatening his family. So it came out, the little clip came out where she said something about putting a bullet in his head. Like you need to be careful, stay away, blah, blah, blah. And then a couple of days later, more audio came out from this conversation, apparently that, Kiki mom was going in on Darius and a couple people was catching some strays in the mix of her going in on Darius like Usher and her throwing out there she says something like Usher's bisexual Usher's gay like are, are you dumb like because this was our guess around the time where the boyfriend was hot because Kiki was at Usher's concert and what she had on and he, you know, that whole situation, you're a mom, what do you got on, blah, blah, blah. So this would make Sharon say this, like, are you dumb? Like, Usher don't even like women. And I know at the time when I first heard that video, I know Usher probably was like, nah, now how did I get it? Or how did my sexuality get in this? Like, it's just caught astray. Uh, Sharon, Kiki's mom, ended up coming out the next day and was saying that, she only said that about Usher to protect her daughter because Kiki was at the time in the same room as Darius and she feared for her safety in a nutshell. So she said this to try to like calm him down in a sense. But I wonder how, how Usher felt about that when he first heard it. But I respect it. I was like, good save. <laughs> good save, Sharon. Because... <laughs> That definitely sounded wow to anyone listening to that conversation. 
my thing is, I'm like, how didn't her or Kiki catch on to know that he he might be recording me? Because he was doing things that would have gave me the sign. Like he kept like trying to make her repeat herself or like, so what, what was that about a bullet? What you said? Like that those type of things would have made me think like this month might be recording me. Like, let me, let me, let me shut up. But I guess in the heat of the moment, Shaman was like, you motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was a lot, <laughs> but again, good save. Good save. Um, yeah. So we'll see, because that that still has to play out in probably like two weeks they go to court for the situation. Because I also thought it was illegal to record people's phone conversations without their knowledge in the state of California. So I don't know. But then I was reading something that said, yeah, it's generally illegal, but if you feel it's it will help you or you fear for your life or something along those lines, then they'll allow it. And at times it could also be admissible in court. But in general, it is illegal. So Sharon is saying that she's going to follow that to get him in trouble legally for recording her without her knowledge. But then it's a wild situation. Uh, let's move on. What else we got? What's hot in these blogs? Um, <clears throat> Tasha K. She's in the blogs for a few reasons. Uh, one of them is she posted a preview of an interview that she's done with this guy. His name, he goes by Brother Bilal. And apparently he is the uh, ex-assistant or an, an friend of Will Smith. And in this interview, he's claiming that he walked in on a dressing room where Will was getting his back blown out by Dwayne Martin is what he said and he's like it was a murder scene like Dwayne was going in on da 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 and I was like nah this is wow like the first thing I was thinking about like if this person is actually Will's assistant former assistant or whatever I would imagine everybody in that camp who's working with someone of Will Smith's stature will have an NDA sign no, like, that's what I'm thinking. Like, so does this NDA have like an expiration date? Because for this man to just be on this show, just saying these things, true or not true, it's like, where's the NDA? Like, that's what I was thinking. Like, so damn, no NDA was in place here, I guess. But um, I didn't see the full interview The rest. This was just the preview that Tasha K posted to get people excited about the actual interview that was coming out like a day or two later. But of course, that went that went viral. Everybody was talking about it. And uh, Jada Pinkett Smith was on The Breakfast Club probably like a day or two later. And she they asked her about it and she addressed it and said that, of course, she denies it. And she said that they're actually going to be taking legal action against this guy this is another case of like a shakedown and she said that this guy was trying to get money from will for claiming he did some work surrounding will's autobiography book the book that came out and he wanted some money and he said she said will offer him a certain amount he didn't want it and then now look 
similar to the Cassia Diddy uh, situation, I guess, where it involved pay me or else is what they were claiming. So here, here comes this interview. So she said they're going to take legal action. But I'm just like, this is it's crazy. Um, I just keep going back to the to the NDA. And this there's got to be a, a lesson for people out there if they don't have NDAs in place, maybe it might be a time to, to get one just in case. But um, yeah, Brother Bilal is saying a lot. Um, and Cardi B chimed in this story because we spoke about this a few weeks ago as well, which t- Cardi B was hinting that she was possibly gonna forgive and forget with the lawsuit with Tasha K. She didn't say her name directly at the time, but now it's clear that that's what she was doing and that's what she was considering doing is falling back with the lawsuit. And once this interview came out, Cardi B was like, nah. She was like, I was fooled. I hate that I allow myself to be fooled. And now it's full steam ahead. So Tasha K, you almost got out of this $4 million lawsuit, but now it's full steam ahead. Now she's coming back for your pockets. And Cardi B is basically saying that Will Smith's unproblematic and she hates people that's like bullying him. And then the fact that it is Tasha K's show and you would think with everything going on, Tasha would like approach her show a little differently. Even when she was crying on her Instagram live about Cardi B and all of that, she was literally saying if you like take your life, who's going to teach me how to be a better person? Like I need to use my platform for, for better, da, da, da. And then now this. So it's kind of like, I get where Cardi's coming from. Like some people don't change. or So it's like, now, now I want my bread. I thought about it, but now I need it. And so not only will... Brother Bilal be getting this lawsuit from the Smiths. I don't know if Tasha K is going to be included in that, but R. Kelly is actually suing as well, Tasha K and the U.S. Prison Bureau, because he feels that they released sensitive information to Tasha K without permission. And basically, it allowed her to report on certain things like phone calls were released that he had with like people. And he said it caused him to not want to talk to his lawyers and stuff because he was afraid that anything he say would possibly be be leaked out to, to Tasha Kay. So he's suing the U.S. prison borough and Tasha Kay. So Tasha about to be fighting a lot of lawsuits <laughs> out here. Yikes. We'll see how that plays out. Um, let's move on. What else hot in these blogs? Speaking of like courts and stuff, that shouts to Lala, Lala Anthony for championing this new bill that was just signed 
by Governor Hochul, I guess is how you say her name. It's the Clean Slate Act, which is going to seal criminal records for employment and housing applications. You know, a lot of times when people go to prison, when they come home, they have a hard time. A lot of them have a hard time getting jobs or finding housing, because once they do that background check and they see you as in prison, they look at you funny and they might not allow you to rent because you're a felon, regardless of the how how small the crime was. And we're not talking about like murder or anything like that, but a felon is a felon on them records and people are unable to rent and get jobs behind it. And with that, you know, it opens up this like cycle now where like you get out of prison, you may have learned your lesson, you may have turned a new leaf, but now you can't get a job. Now you can't get housing. So you end up ultimately going back to the life of crime that you just got out for because you feel you have no other um, options, no other choice. That's why I think this is super dope. The Clean Slate Act. Um, the governor held the progressive legislation as a way to get more ex-cons in the workforce. Um, she said, my number one job as the New York state governor is to keep people safe. And I believe that the best anti-crime tool is when people have a job and have steady work. I agree. She, she said the legislation uh, seals eligible misdemeanor records after three years and certain felony records after eight years after their sentence is complete, as long as the offender doesn't commit another crime during that time. Charges that are eligible to be sealed include misdemeanors such as disorderly conduct, larceny, and vandalism, as well as nonviolent felonies like money laundering, insurance fraud, and prostitution. Now, there are some crimes that will still be um, on your record that you can't get sealed with this act, and that is Class A felonies. So we talk about murder, predatory sexual assault, terrorism, arson, and kidnapping. All of those would not be eligible to be sealed. And I think it's, that's what's up. That's a good idea. Definitely dope. And fast shots to Lala for being the forefront of that, making it happen. So yeah, that's dope. Uh, what else we got? Um, Snoop Dogg possibly giving up smoking. I don't know. It's kind of he posted this this post that could mean two things. I feel he said after much consideration and conversation with my family, I decided to give up smoke. Please respect my privacy at this time, Snoop Dogg. And I was like, smoke? Like, we talking about fighting smoke? We talk about, like, weed smoke? I don't know. I feel like that ING at the end would have clarified this completely. I don't know. I still don't believe he's talking about smoke, smoking smoke. Um, a few few videos he's posted since he's posted this i feel like he's trolling because he posted something like a picture of him looking sad and he's like natural high and another one he posted he has some like slow song playing in the background and i'm like i don't know i don't know 
But after he posted this, you got other rappers that were inspired, like Meek Mill, who said that he too decided he's going to give up smoking since Uncle Snoop is giving up smoking. But I'm still like, I don't know if that's what he meant. I need Snoop to officially like come on and clarify this because I feel like this is a lead up for something else. Like, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see how this plays out. But it's definitely a, a, a big deal if Snoop Dogg decides to give up smoking. That's his, that's his brand. Like, if you know, you know anything about Snoop, you know it comes with a blunt or two or three. But yeah, so we'll see. I, I'm going on record right now to say I don't think he's talking about actual smoking, smoking. But we'll see. Someone said he needs to be serious. Too much of that is detrimental. Some would say. Um, now, if he's talking about... Um, if he was talking about like cigarettes, I would be right. I would be right with you, Snoop. Like, nah, yeah, wrap that up. But he's talking about weed. I'm. I don't know. I'm. A, I'm. A, even though I don't smoke personally, I'm. A, I'm an advocate for uh, for blowing down for for ganja, as they call it, and yeah. I'm just I'm just curious. I mean, he is getting a little older and, you know, maybe he has some like health things. Um, but I still don't think that that's what uh, Snoop is talking about. Mark my words. I don't think that's what Snoop is talking about. <laughs> um, but yeah, what else we got? Um, I think last but not least what's hot in these blogs is Andre 3000. They just put out a new album for those people who have been waiting for years for a new Andre album. When Andre 3000 announced this new album, a lot of people was excited, but that excitement was short-lived because it turns out it's not going to be your typical album that one would expect from Three Stacks. Andre said that this album is going to have no bars. No words even, no singing, no rapping. The only thing you're going to hear on this album is him playing the flute. Yes, you heard that right. Him playing the flute and other wind instruments is what's going to be on this album. I tried to give it a, a shot. I listened to it the other day in my car, and I almost forgot that this album was only going to be flutes. So for a second, when I press play on the first track and I'm like listening to it and after like a minute or two, I wasn't really paying attention. I'm doing other things. And then I'm like, this is a long ass like intro. I was waiting for the beat to drop. And then it dawned on me like, oh shit, wait, there's, there's not going to be no beat. No beat is about to drop. This is actually it. This is all of it. Like this is what this whole album is about to be. Like, I, I I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it. Um, before before hearing it, I was like, this is probably gonna be like 
meditation music or something. And I guess, but to me, it kind of sounds like a score. It sounds like a score for like an animated movie. That's exactly what it sounds like. So maybe he'll license this to, to Disney, to Disney or something like, cause that's what it sounds like to me, a score. And I seen some posts of people like, yo, this, this Andre 3000 album is fire. And it's like, really nigga, stop, cut the cap. Cause unless you're already into that type of, you know, uh, Zen and like instrumentation, if, if you're already into that, fine. This, this album might slap for you. But if you were looking for, hey, y'all, prototype, roses, and you throw this on and you telling me it slaps, you're lying. And you just want to be different because this is not something that you're going to just play and put on and be like, I even thought prior to hearing it, I even thought maybe this would be something you would play while you're cleaning up on Sundays or something, you know, but it sounds like a score. And if you're into scores, then you'll, you'll love this, this album. But at the end of the day, I respect it. Artists are going to be artists. As an artist myself, you got to respect artists being artists. And at this point, Andre 3000 want to express himself in this way. Everything ain't for everybody. And that's it. I'm going to go throw on Hey Ya and Pat <laughs> Roses. <laughs> and um, another thing, too. Matter of fact, I'm going to say that for what blows mine because I ain't really have what, what blows mine. Um, but yeah, so yeah, <laughs> that's it. Um, Andre 3000, the titles of the, the album, they are pretty cool though. Like, or I guess different. Um, I don't have them in front of me, but they got like, like the first song is something like, I swear, I really wanted to make a rap album, but this is all I have right now. Something along those lines, like these are the titles and they're long, like sentences, each title of each song, but it's flutes and wind instruments that that's playing. Um, but hey, fast shouts to you though. You still one of the goats for sure. And this is just where he is right now. And I'm gonna be over here with roses right now. <laughs> um, yeah, so. That concludes what's hot in these blogs for this week. I'm going to get ready to get into what blows mine. This is the part of the show where I say what gets under my skin, what irks my nerves. What's that thing people do that just have you like, bruh, really? Um, my what blows mine for this week has to do with this um, Andre 3000 um, and the interview that he did where he, he, mentioned, he mentioned something about he feels like he's too old to rap and he feels he has nothing to contribute to it right now. He feels like to do a rap album today, he feels like it would be um, ingenuine and 
because he feels like he says something like, what am I going to rap about? Like, I got a I got a colonoscopy and like I got, you know, like things pertaining to like what he's doing right now. And the reason why this blows mine is not because Andre feels he's too old to rap, but it's because when you got songs like Roses and you got songs like even Prototype, that's not your general typical rap music. I don't think Andre 3000 ever put out typical rap music like shaking ass and in the club and bottles popping and things of that nature. I feel like the type of music Andre 3000 put out is the type of music that he could put out today. And it wouldn't be looked at as like, you too old to be saying that type of thing. That's what blew my about that when he said that. Cause it's like, like you never did the, the typical things. Like, so I feel like at even 60 years old, you could do a song like Prototype and it'll still be, you know, like appropriate if you will, if you feel like, you know, you're too old to, but that's just my, my feelings on that. And, and, but again, artists are artists. Got to allow artists to be artists and, and do however they feel, whatever their heart, however their heart is leading them. So, Hey, got to respect it. That's the, the end period at the end of it i gotta respect it um but yeah i think that's it i think that's all i got for today ladies and gents um in the meantime in between time you can follow us on social media if you're on facebook it's facebook.com slash hollywood and friends radio instagram is at hollywood and friends you can email us hollywood and friends radio at gmail.com be sure to follow me on social media, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter at I am Hollywood. And if you're on TikTok at I am Hollywood and why follow my producer, Stacy at Hampton Blue Network across all platforms. Just remember, BLU is how you spell blue. And if you want to see our faces, hit up YouTube, go over there, like, comment, subscribe to the channel, youtube.com slash Hampton Blue. Just remember, BLU. And that's it. Um, Thanksgiving week. So we're probably not going to uh, be here next week, but I will see y'all or hear y'all will hear me in two weeks, I will say. But have a good Thanksgiving, however you celebrate. And that's it. We out. Be safe. Go.
turn up season. Huh. They ain't no compete on. No. You just ain't me, huh? No. You just ain't me, huh? Just touch down from a flight, I hit up ATL. ATL. Stay up in that PL, must they know me well. Yeah. Yeah. Haters only looking just to see me fail. Nah. Nah. But that is not an option, nigga, can't you tell? Pulling up two-seater, sure they wanna follow the leader <laughs> Killer shit, Grim Reaper, you niggas might need you a preacher No, shorty ass on breeder, shaking it like it's on seizure Yeah, this shit so fever, bout to burn a hole in the speaker Sure they wanna move with the shakers, sure they wanna be with the breakers Sure they wanna move from the fakers, sure they with the team like the Lakers Hey, move with the shakers, said you wanna be with the breakers Said you wanna move from the fakers, said you with the team like the Lakers Stuntin' head to toe, oh yeah, you know what's up no, no. Bottle to the head, oh, you don't need no cup need it, nah. 2020 vision, that's the level up yeah, yeah. See me in my zone, so yeah, don't interrupt do, do. Feeling like they turned that heat on <laughs> Running this no cleat on yeah. About to put my street on <laughs> Ghost putting that beat on yeah. It's turn up season huh. They ain't no compete on no. You just ain't me, huh? No. You just ain't me, huh? Got the section lit, it look like what the fuck, what the fuck And we all getting money, call that Scrooge McDuck Scrooge, Scrooge. But this ain't no casino, so don't try your luck yeah, yeah. Cause it won't be a DM if we hit you up yeah. Shorty wanna move with the shakers yeah. Shorty wanna be with the breakers yeah. Shorty wanna move from the fakers yeah. Shorty with the team like the Lakers <laughs> hey, Move with the shakers yeah. Said you wanna be with the breakers yeah. Said you wanna move from the fakers yeah. Said you with the team like the Lakers uh, uh.